Well, sometimes you just don't put any thought into how you're going to start an episode, and then you start an episode like this. Hey. Uh, well, I... Mm, yeah. Well, let's just say welcome to the episode, folks. Yeah. Folks. Mm-hmm. Or, or folk. Listener. Hello, <laughs> listener. Hello, you. Hey. Thanks Fancy. for... S- Thanks for sticking it Fancy out. meeting you here. Yeah. yeah. You took a wrong turn uh, somewhere. Hello and welcome. Uh, this is um, probably the best way that you're going to spend your Friday evening, given the pandemic. Um, or or your Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday evening, depending on when you listen to it. Depending on how many, depending on how many evenings it takes you to get through this episode. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so we are... My name's Brady. I'm Pete. Uh, and we make up three halves of the Movie Men. Mm-hmm. Um, fun little podcast. Uh, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are currently working on a series. Um, mm-hmm. There is a... There's rumored to be a new 007 film coming oh, called yeah. No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. The last of the Daniel Craig 007s. Um and you know what? I will believe it when I see it. Um, but can in the I, meantime, I, I had can I take never it back seen... one step because I feel sure. ignorant even asking this. You're way, 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 way more up to movie like news and gossip than I am. Mm. Is mm-hmm. it confirmed like one hundred percent? This is it. Like definitively? Uh, no, there's. I mean, that's never con. No, that's never confirmed. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, but I mean, we are steadfast on our. On our current release date, we're you know we're no, proceeding no, no. as if that's. I I mean like with Daniel Craig, this is being his last film. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, he's done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh okay. oh yeah. Oh god yeah. No. He'd... Uh yeah. I'm I I'm pretty sure. Sure. From everything I've heard, he's done after this. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and there's a lot of talk about you know um, Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Or um, there's been a bu- there was a bunch of rumors like two months ago um, that the process had begun like a, a successful audition and negotiations and stuff had begun with Tom Hardy. Um, hmm. So we'll see. I mean, which it's too I, soon to tell. I think I, I think Tom he would do Hardy, a good job. Yeah, I guess I'm just not on that fan boat yet. I'm not. I don't know Tom Hardy. Uh, there's other candidates. I think I'd be more interested, but. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Um, so, anyways, I had never seen any of the 007 films before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are rectifying that. Um, it's a weird word, rectify. Uh, we're rectifying mm-hmm. it. Um, we're watching them all. We rank them on a scale of 0 to 10 in eight different categories. Then we take those, we tally up the scores, uh, and that gives us a ranking in our quest to find... The quintessential Bond film. Mm. Uh, if, not necessarily our favorite. If one but if exists. If you can only watch one. If it exists. Mm-hmm. If you can only watch one, what is going to be the most pleasurable, uh, coerced or otherwise experience? Thunderball! Yeah. Is not um, the answer. So that's where we are. And between you and me, we have uh, we've watched a shitload of James Bond movies. Too too many, some might say. Too many. Uh, most most would say uh, we have watched a superfluous number of 007 films. There seems to be a superfluous number. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, over 50 years. That's crazy. Uh, so yeah. anyways, yeah. we are up to Quantum of Solace, which mm. is our second Daniel Craig James Bond film following Casino Royale, which for both of us took the lead last time. Yes. Um, yes. You by a much bigger margin than me. I think you were like 9, <laughs> 9.2, 9.3. 9.3. 10.1 or something. Um, <laughs> if I could, I would. And I was 7.6. Um, just enough. edging out Goldeneye. Yep. Um, yeah. So, Quantum of Solace. Now, last time you were Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and uh, you were hell-bent on being the one that uh, <laughs> sort of led the conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if your 
feeling that way again? No, I'm ready to go back. Like to do? I'm ready to go back to the the. Uh, I'll go second. Okay. All right. Um. So let me open my list then. You know, like <laughs> a, a prepared professional. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So our first category is plot. Uh. I gave this a six. Okay. You know, it's uh. It's a revenge story. Sure. It's just it's a it's a revenge story with a guy that's denying that he's after revenge. Um you know, he's playing the whole heartless I she didn't mean anything to me. I don't want revenge. It doesn't matter. I don't need to I don't need to go kill the boyfriend. <laughs> um you know. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, okay, whatever. It's a revenge story. Um then there's a there's you know so we've then we've got this other sort of overarching plot where you've got this villain who wants to buy um or or procure himself through a, a what can only be described as a legitimate business deal um he's going to get himself a plot of desert um <laughs> that nobody can you know everyone's like wow but we've dug for oil there there's no oil so you're wasting your time uh, and turns out somehow, I don't know how our villain has, is privy to this information, um, but there's an underwater lake. It's like the country's water supply. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if he owns this, he owns it all. Yeah. And bully for him. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it wasn't a confusing plot per se. Um, it just... I thought it was pretty lackluster. Oh, yeah. Uh, there just wasn't anything that wowed me. I wasn't... It, for being a higher stakes plot than Casino Royale, I was far less captivated by the plot. Oh, really? Okay. So, I, yeah. like, I think it's... I think it... I think... I think Quantum of Solace is a stronger plot idea sure. than Casino Royale. But yeah. I think Casino Royale executes a weak plot idea damn near flawlessly whereas quantum of solace has a has a great plot idea uh and they just kind of fumble the ball around a bit that's that's um, a really interesting point and i could actually i completely agree with that that's a good point so yeah so a six you know still above average um but but just yeah for me it it is a five out of ten so i i give it an average score it's it's not the most complex plot. It's not the most straightforward. It's it's decent. I think you put it very well. It's they fumbled around with it a bit too much. If they had gone simpler and executed better, would have been better. Um, and you know, it's just average for me. A couple of things of note. I do have to say we have come a long way. And this isn't plot per se, but it's more just the cinematic ability. We had some sure. sequences like at the beginning where they're at the safe house and there's intentional dramatic cuts to a horse race. And eventually like as the kind of the drama kind of escalates in the scene, um, both for visual contrast, as, as it does, as it does at horse races, <laughs> as it does just for visual contrasts and leading up in the action building up, there'd be cuts to the horse races and the horse race would be kind of climaxing as like the safe house scene was climaxing. So it was just interesting seeing something that was like, Hey, you know, a little bit more artistic merit compared to some of the stuff we've seen over the last 50 years. And it's not necessarily a knock on that other stuff. That stuff is representative of the time. Um, did you say that, did you say the horse race was climaxing? Well, it was building to a climax. No, 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 that's fine. I just, I, I think I misheard. I didn't hear the word race. I just heard the (laughs) horse was climaxing and I'm like, this is a weird, (laughs) I don't know what Did kind you? of like director's cut <laughs> you watched, but that's not the experience yeah. I had. The Daniel Craig special. Um, yeah. Of note, you know, we see Mr. Sounds White. more like the Roger Moore special to me. Oh. Uh, we see Mr. White again, and we wonder what organization is he a part of? Maybe Spectre, maybe not. Um, Unfortunately and, not. Well, we'll see. Yeah, maybe not. Or, I mean, um, they refer to it as quantum. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm i just trying okay. to stay on the fence. I don't want to say it's part of it. I don't want to say it's not. I'm just saying we'll see where this goes. 
the one yeah. thing I want to finish on, and it's more again cinematic thing uh, category than plot per se. Just the visuals from here on out in the series for me, I'm not as much of a fan of. Casino Royale, to me personally, how I perceive it, just the color schemes are just way more vibrant and bright and full of life. And they kind of mirror James Bond at that time. And at that time, he's mm. more cavalier. He's careless. He's unjaded. From here, from quantum forward, to me, how I perceive the the visual color tones, they're more bland. They're more dark. They're less vibrant. And they're kind of more reflective of him now. He's jaded. He's heartbroken. He's kind of um, emotionally scarred. So um, I think there's cinematic... Which is which is brilliant storytelling. Oh, 100%. And I, I, it's not a knock that this is the case. It's just that I enjoy it less. Okay. So, yeah. That's fair. Five out of ten. Bangarang. Um, I can't... You know what? I... Excuse me. I can't... Um, I can't comment on the color scheme in this one uh, beyond the point of saying I noticed the coloring in Casino Royale and I didn't in this one. Oh, um, okay. So, so for whatever that's worth, sure. Um, yeah, which which likely means it was more neutral or just more bland. Right. Interesting. Uh, next up, we have Portrayal of Bond. Last time I gave this a nine. Hmm. Wow. Because uh, I was I I was wowed. I was you know this is this is unique. This is um. This is a, a a take on him that we haven't seen, and I think it's done really well. This time. Hmm. <laughs> I gave it a ten. I listen. Whoa. I, whoa. Whoa, I, whoa. 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 I. Oh, this is your first ten, is it not? This is my first 10 ever. This is, wow. be careful, it's my first time. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I think it's, I mean, it's the same actor for sure, right? And so they, I think. Wait, no, no, Daniel just Craig stop. Did a, hold on, hold, just let me Google it. Daniel, yeah, it is the same it actor. Is? Yep. Okay, gosh, yep. Phew. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to say anything if it wasn't factual. Um, you know what? I, I think he just did. He did a, an amazing job of transitioning from this new, wonderful, emotionally capable bond that we had. Um, he, he did a brilliant job of, of transitioning from that towards the bond that we know, the, the unattached um, lone wolf womanizing mm -hmm. bond yeah emotionally scarred bond um but that's just it he gave us emotionally scarred it wasn't just you know it it was it was the bond that we know but it was the bond that we know with it with context mm. with an explanation sure with understanding with emotion with depth as opposed to this guy is a douchebag has liver rot and five <laughs> or six STIs um, this time it was this is a guy that's that's hurting mm -hmm. he's angry he's sad he's a little confused yeah he he's I think kind of shell-shocked like he just he hasn't gotten over the the lie the the deception the the wall that was pulled over his eyes and struggling with picking up on the fact that although she betrayed him, uh, right, because he went from I love her so much to mm. the bitch is dead, yeah, to trying to reel back and understand, yes, she betrayed me, but X, Y, and Z she did because she loved me. Right, yeah. Right, she was there for the wrong reasons, but that doesn't mean that it was all disingenuous. Um, and so, so, yeah, just his path and his discovery of that and his wit and his interactions with M, um, I had a blast. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that it won't get better. I'm just saying it left me wanting for nothing. Um, hmm. So I yeah. gave it a 10. 
That's super interesting. I can't fault you for that score. That's, it's, I've never actually articulated that thought or kind of looked at it from that angle, I guess is a better way to, way to say that. Because yeah, the way he's acting in this film isn't new, but we have such a new context. That's a really good point. Um, not so much what is James Bond, but how is James Bond or why is James Bond the way he is? So, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's not just same guy, but with a little bit of story written in, he, no. like, he, embo- he embodies that context. Yes. Yeah. No, that, that's super interesting. I have a lot less to say about this one. Uh, I gave it a seven out of 10. I think I gave it a bit lower of a score than Casino, and I'm going to be completely biased. I think it's just because I like Quantum of Solace less than Casino. I don't have any problems or issues with Daniel Craig, per se. Um, My only note, and I think this is a benefit to, or a a feather in the cap of the performance in this film, it was just interesting to see James Bond comforting Mathis in a way, in, in his own way, during Mathis passing and I thought that was definitely something interesting where yes this film is more traditional Bond or at least how Bond acts but there was still that moment that was still very unique and very contrast to what we've seen for the past 40 years so I thought that was interesting that that still bled through that he had feelings for him and still kind of a human emotional connection so um uh, but I gave it a seven bit bit lower of a score and what a great line when he says, ironically, you're about the only one I think I can trust right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To Mathis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Villain. Uh, I gave this a seven. I think this is a step down um, wow. from the sheaf for okay. sure. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. You know, missing missing a gimmick, really, except for the fact that he yeah. always kind of looks like he's having a stroke. Like he's always listen. He rounds he rounds the corner to see that you brought uh, him fat McDonald's for dinner, and his eyes are like, like he he just he's a deer in the headlights the entire time. Yeah. Um, which made him in in its own way made him a little menacing. I guess. Um, I guess. But, but I you guess. know what? He was. You know, you could have taken this guy and made him the Miami Vice guy from whatever the hell Bond that was. Who cares? Yeah, for sure. Okay. And it really wasn't any. He's a he's a player. He's yep. Probably a pretty smart business guy. I guess he's got his hands in a lot of different pockets. Sure. Um. You know, he's got some some unnecessarily wide armed sunglasses. <laughs> like the things that just I, I, I watched I watched this movie twice again. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and and I noticed it both times. I was like, uh, you know, uh, why are his glasses so weird? Go back and watch it and just pay attention I, to his sunglasses. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I swear the next time I watch it, I will be like, oh, uh, super, super upsetting. Yeah, uh, okay. You know, I so overall, uh. It's just pretty uns- unspectacular. His interactions with Bond, he doesn't, you know, he didn't frighten me. Mm-hmm. He had he had a bigger scheme. He was more menacing and diabolical in his planning than Le Chief was. But I was nowhere I was nowhere near as frightened of this guy who was going to cut off a, a country's water supply and had done something like this God knows how many times in the past was going to continue to do this was like turning mm. governments against like corrupting governments like right. had, this guy this guy has some some hireable skills sure um, he, he's also a real piece of crap yeah well, for sure well I mean we all are <laughs> um, but I was far less frightened of this guy than the guy who's really good at poker and just likes to get rich. Yeah. Like, Lashif True. Was 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 a dick and was taking money that wasn't his. And funding world was, terrorists. And funding world terrorists. But but really that was his end game. This he yeah. was just money laundering, basically. Sure. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. And, he wasn't as menacing. Far, yeah. And I was far more terrified of him. I was far more terrified with the guy with the 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 bougie checkbook than than 
you know, the douchebag who actually had all the power. Mm-hmm. I, he didn't frighten me. Yeah. So I gave it a, what did I say, seven. Yeah, seven. So still, I mean, far better than most of the Bond villains we've had. Sure, sure. I also but thought it- def- It's definitely a step down. Oh, yeah. I. You know what? I will agree with you. It was a step down from Le Chief. I thought it was so much of a step down. I gave it a three out of ten. Wow. Mm-hmm. You decimated this guy. Yeah. Listen, Dominique, uh, just for lack of a better term, he's such a huge dweeb. Like, Which is he, a girl's name, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening and your name is Dominique, I'm just, I'm just you know. I'm thought, an ass. Don't listen to me. I thought you meant dweeb for a second. And like, who would name their girl dweeb? But maybe. Uh, my yeah. second girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, I last. thought he was more pathetic than intimidating. Um, I felt like he had more in common with Bad Luck Brian than a true Bond film. I just thought he was quite lame. Um, you know... That that's basically what it comes down to. One point that I just really kind of adds to this, but it was just a re- specific example. There was a scene in the climax, and this time I mean the climax, not the act, like whatever horse. Anyway, uh, Bond and Green are fighting at the end of the film, and the se- the fight scene took way too long. Not from a cinematic perspective, but just from a reality based perspective. So we've seen Bond with his shirt off. He- that dude's jacked. He's jacked. He just is. Green can hardly lift an axe. Like, I'm sure the pressure from the water sprinklers in that hotel spraying on Green would have been enough to tip him over. So I literally don't understand how Green could have put up a fight longer than four seconds and Bond just, like, throat punched him across the room. So, yeah, three out of ten. I just made a connection. Yeah, okay. That they don't talk about in the movie. What? Or if they do, I missed it both times. Lay it on me. We have a Mr. White, and now we have a Mr. Green. Okay. Uh, who are quite possibly part of the same organize are part of the same organization, and they're both huh. named after colors. Hmm. If this isn't the biggest damn game of Clue, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. White and Mr. Green. Okay, I'm on to something. Uh, I think. I don't know. There's no way that's just a coincidence. I think it is. Um, but yeah, I, I you know, I just don't like Dominique. I didn't think he was a great villain. And I gave him a three out of ten. Okay. Yeah, uh, there was, what do we got next? Yeah. There the one thing, I'm just gonna rip on one more thing. He like he has temper tantrums. Like when his girlfriend kind of backstabbed him, he's like, you think I'm stupid? You think I'm stupid? I'm not stupid. I'm gonna freak out. I don't. I don't think you're allowed to play a clip from the movie like that without uh, <laughs> some sort of copyright Listen, claim. Listen, come on. <laughs> uh, okay, so gadgets. Uh, gadgets. I gave this a five. You know, uh, which is the same I gave it in Casino Royale. Yeah, um, I'm surprised it got we- only a five. Okay. We have the car. The car didn't last very long. No. Um, which is fine. It's it's pretty effed up by the time we see it. In this yeah. Movie. I don't think we want um, it anymore. No. No. Um, back to BMW. Um, <laughs> Hell no. You know what? Uh, there was there was a cool... There was a cool scene. Like, there's this cool table they have. They put the... the, the the bill down on it and it like scans the bill that mm. was cool yeah um there's a completely unnecessary someone put a lot of someone sat down and they're like you know what would be really cool i'm picturing a screen and the only purpose of this screen is when you make phone calls it will show you where in the world you're calling like <laughs> really cool looking super unnecessary wasn't you know <laughs> The sure. only other thing that really stood out to me as a gadget uh, is a fantastic moment um, and plays into the portrayal of Bond, I think. Um, okay. But it's when he's at the theater um, and the quantum members are having a meeting, right? They're, they are having a radio meeting through their earpieces. They're all sitting in various spots in the theater and they're having a radio meeting. Um, and Bond, who's intercepted the call, comes on and he says, 
if I can give my input, uh, I think you guys should find a better place to meet. And all of a sudden they realize they've been, they've been made. Uh, and proceedingly one by one, they stand up to leave, which is exactly what Bond wanted them to do because now they've all identified themselves. Mm -hmm. And he's got a really cool camera thing, uh, smartphone app that like not only photographs them, but scans them and identifies them. And mm -hmm. that was cool. Yeah. Um, which which of note really was th like I can't believe those people like if you've been had there's nothing worse than actually standing up and leaving like just literally sit there take the well, earpiece it's, it's, out exactly it's it's literally like they stood up and said okay Hi. who is it <laughs> which one of you intercepted our secret evil call <laughs> right stop the show um, what the fuck yeah um <laughs> And so, you know, uh, but aside from that, aside from those three things, the car, or four things, the car, which we don't see it do any gadgets, it's just a, a sexy-ass car. Hell yeah. That's all, e that even scratched up, even oh, yeah. scratched up, I would crawl across broken glass <laughs> to own. Um, like a, like a, like a short, like 16 inches worth, not a lot. Wow. Um, uh... We we got the car. We got the cool scanny table. We've got um, the phone call thing, and we've got the the camera that identifies people. Really, what I'm saying is we don't have any gadgets in this movie that I feel like I haven't seen in an Iron Man film at some point. Hmm. Um, hmm. And yeah. so you know what? I gave it a five. Fair um, enough. Still cool. Still cool. The things we got are cool, uh, but yeah, I need me some, I need me some, you know, ejection seats, and I need me some, some cars with with rocket launchers and and stuff like that. So sure, yeah, I I need I need me some Q branch. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I gave it a five. Fair enough. I I gave it a three. Going to be honest, below average. Um, I support that. Uh, you know, we have we're gonna hit on some of the same ones, but I want to say why I hit on them. Uh, I did find the cool interactive table computer. I thought that was neat. Um, you can throw some stuff like the bills, and it you know it scans it, and then you can move that process and move it onto the monitor on the wall. It's great. You have to remember it's two thousand nine, so that was pretty techy back then. Um, and also just. During some phone calls with James Bond, there was like a person of interest, and then on the cell phone call, like he got an like live at the moment picture of like who that person was, and there were some things that were neat. But I'm actually going to say that's a bit of a slight to the show because both those texts, as as neat as they were, they aged in a way that they're very reasonable modern day abilities. Like most of those things, we could like I could just go to Best Buy and like do in my house right now. And yeah. I feel like James Bond there'd gadgets... Be no, there'd be no reason for you to. You'd buy all this stuff to do it, and you'd think, wow, this is... Right. This is a waste. But, like... I could have I, I could have bought food for my family. But, like, um, I can't yeah, buy an ejector... I can't buy an ejector seat. Like, they're, you know, like, cliche no, well, kind of Bond things. You can. Yeah, well, I mean, you you drive an Audi, not a... Oh. Know, I mean, get your... You, mm. you gotta upgrade. Man, that's a that's a that's a Volvo feature. Uh, yeah. Um, I I I absolutely did adore the that killer phone app that he used at the opera because he literally like he took pictures of them, but it was like the back of their ear or like their back of their head, and it instantly translated to like a full facial recognition app and like the person's social security number and their blood type and what their favorite James Bond film was, and so it was a pretty cool piece of tech. And I think that's Which is why you should always wear a hat, because it will protect your identity. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that's the tech that like I can't go out to Best Buy right now. I can't get something like that. So that that's very cool. Um and, but again, we see more Ford, not enough Aston Martin. We just get like a few brief minutes. Not enough for me. So a three. A three. Cool. Uh fights in action. I gave this a nine. I thought I think okay. first of all, this is a step up in fights and action. Mm -hmm. um, this is more action-packed than Casino Royale was. Um, yes, I, the, I, it is. They've, they've brought a bigger game. 
Um, I love the the chase at the beginning of this one where they crash through the roof and then they're on the scaffolding and and whatnot. That was a lot of fun, um, you know. And and just just every time there was action, I it was fun, easy to follow, reasonable action. Sure. Um, you know, from the from the car chase at the beginning that the the film opens with to the fight at the very end, I was uh, I was pretty captivated with the action. And again, I'm not an action guy. No, um, no, no. So if you do action in a way that I'm going to score well, then then you've really you've done something special. So, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So I gave it a nine. I was lower than you, but at an eight, an eight. So a respectable score. I loved the killer opening sequence with the car chase. It breaks my heart to see the Aston Martin beat up in that condition, but uh, very entertaining. The motorcycle hijacking was pretty badass, where he like slaps the throttle on the guy's hand, and the the motorcycle like goes whipping on like it kind of flips him off the assailant off the motorcycle. Hard to explain, but it was very a fun sequence. Um, you did mention like it was very heavy on the action like more so than Casino Royale. So partway through, I was a little oversaturated with the volume. Um, it just seemed like a lot. Um, you know, well, it was es- well. Especially when you spend your day at work all day doing that type of thing. You don't want to come home and, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. see it in a movie. Exactly. But so, you know, it was done well. It was still done well, but it was maybe a bit much for my liking. And where I'm, I don't like action as well, where Casino Royale, it was enough that... You know, it wasn't too much, and it was done well. This was done well, but maybe a little too much. But um, my one last comment is, see the horse race comment above, but with the opera scene. Very interestingly cut scene where action is escalating, and the opera scene is escalating, and things are kind of cutting back and forth. Again, it's kind of like a, a feather in the cap of the fights in action, but also just a feather in the cap of the cinematic ability of the team. So... Yeah, I thought that was good. I, you know what, I found that jarring though. Like, I, mm. I get that they were going for something artistic with the whole shooting montage, and there's no audio; they just kind of cut the audio. Out. Right, right. Um, but both times I watched it, that, I, I, I don't know if it went over my head, uh, but it just fell flat for me. I was like, hmm. ah, I don't, I don't stylistically, I don't get this choice. Um, that's that's fair. Film is, is subjective, and it's it's has different influences for different. Ab- individuals get out my word is law um <laughs> bond girl mm-hmm. i'm gonna make this i'm gonna make this short and sweet like myself okay uh i gave it a six okay yeah which i think is incredibly high yep when considering that i am comparing you directly to vesper lind Agreed. Um, and maybe too high. Um, for the most part, just disinterested. I don't mm-hmm. find you fascinating. Nope. Uh, the fact that you are there now in place of Vesperland kind of mm. makes me dislike you a little bit. Yep. Makes me a little, you're rubbing me the wrong way. That's not it's the like, way I like to be rubbed. It's like it's the stepmom, um, and it's like, you're not my real mom. Like... My right. mom ba- yeah, exactly. cut the crusts off. You don't cut my crusts off. You got, you're got. going to have to do more to impress me to get me on your side. And Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like my mom walked out this morning. It's it's 1 p.m. Why? Who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> get out of my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Put my underwear down. Stop it. Mm. Um, yeah. So, you know what? I uh, This is kind of it. She's so unmemorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I get the feeling. I'm going to pose an interesting question. I Please. get the notion that you need a Bond girl because it's Bond. He needs yep. a love interest. You got to see him. You got to see him shag somebody. <laughs> uh, it's a British term. It feels appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to propose the notion that this film could have done without any love interest sure um because it was about him reeling from heartache yeah together we stand heartache to heartache and um but (laughs) 
If and I yeah, I would I would agree flat. that and I'd say if not now when like in a modern day uh, representation of Bond this is the perfect time to break the mold and say hey from a story perspective I feel we could do more I feel he could be have more emotions if we didn't kind of follow this mold so that's a good that's a good oh, sh- thought oh sure yeah if he's a run of the mill martini drinking bougie car driving cigarette smoking which i didn't pay attention to but when did that stop because for sure mm. sean connery smoked cigarettes yep. and i feel probably I Roger george Moore. lazenby did oh yeah uh, george probably did i don't but i don't have any i mean roger moore might have but i don't have any memories of him doing it yeah that's true i can't i can't picture it anyways um you know if we have regular douchebag james bond and he doesn't have a woman to woman womanize um then it doesn't like then yeah i'm like oh okay well i mean good for you guys but it doesn't seem you know doesn't seem current or consistent with the brand um but this time screw women i don't need anyone leave me alone i don't want the embrace of anyone no i won't sleep with her but no i'm not no i you know i'm a guy that's in denial about hurting but at the same time He's showing signs of hurting. He's not his usual self. Hmm. I, I think I think that would have worked really well. I think she's she's very expendable in this. Story. Yeah. Of so, note, yeah. I did a Google search. I can't answer for cigarettes, and I know that's more what we're interested in. But just in general, Pierce Brosnan was the first actor to be a smokeless Bond, although he did apparently have a puff of a cigar at the end of fi- Die Another Day. Uh, but currently, yeah, Daniel Craig is the only one to refuse to light up as a character. Oh, okay. He was prompted? <laughs> like, you know, hey, 007. Hey, uh, Daniel, uh, come over here for a sec. <laughs> Listen, I was talking with the director, and it's the 2000s now. Times are changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what? We're going to yell action. And just before we yell action, we're going to put a joint on the table. (laughs) Now, legally, I can't tell you to smoke it. Um, But you know what? Ad lib the scene a little bit. See what happens. And, you know, use your environment. (laughs) Basically. But, yeah. Um, Uh, So I gave it a a six. Perfect. I gave it a five. I'm in the same boat, but uh, even lower. Um, I, I'm going to count. There were two. I'm going to count in this two Bond girls. There was Dominique's ex girlfriend, and then there was also the very, very brief female agent. Uh, I'll talk on the female agent first. I I've, I found it disappointing because we've we've reverted. We've reverted back to the unrealistic romances, which don't have a natural flow. Like literally, her and Bond were just kind of really like butting heads, conflicting. And then it all just kind of snapped just like right there. Like they just entered the hotel room and he's like, I can't find the stationery. Can you help me look? And then like it cuts to the next scene and they've, they've had presumed, presumably they've had sex and it was, I haven't felt that. Listen though, you're you're not being fair. If I were, if I were refusing to have coitus with somebody and they said, I can't find the stationery. My knees quiver, and that's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's fair to expect someone to withstand that. So, just consider that moving forward. Well, my point is that's the first time since Goldeneye where, or at least that stood out to me in Goldeneye, where there was these unrealistic romantic interactions where nothing was giving signs of yeah they're probably going to heat up. It was just like nothing, nothing, nothing. Then boom, and you raise your eyebrow and go, really. Um, it was interesting. It was sad for the character, but there was a bit of a Goldfinger reference with the woman <clears throat> covered in oil on a bed, uh, which was ironically the modern day gold, just not actual gold like in Goldfinger. And yes. we also it was so a Dom Dominique situation. <laughs> Dominique's ex girlfriend, who I will consider the main Bond girl, you know. I just felt she was underdeveloped, not as rich, not as fleshed out, obviously, as Vesper. Um, So, yeah, just as a result, I wasn't as emotionally invested. There were some very serious emotional 
things I'll say going on with her life, like her family being killed and abused yeah. by someone going uh, that they're going to be interacting with. So there, there's a lot of serious things going on there that you could kind of hook into a character and be like, okay, I'm feeling involved or emotionally driven by this character, but it just, we didn't really see her a lot. And when it came to a head, it was like, okay, yes, you need to do what you got to do, but you're just kind of a person on the screen. You're not, you're not someone I've grown with throughout this film. So I gave it a five and, out of 10. But, and, but I mean, we've had that now. Like yeah. anytime that we have a bond girl with a worthy backstory, mm. that's the backstory. Right. Mm. So now it's like, now mm. it's like, you know, I don't know. It's like, oh, well, uh, maybe we should try adding some depth to this Bond girl. All right. Give her a dark past. She's been abused. <laughs> She's an orphan. She's, you know, like, sure. I don't know. It's been done. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Supporting characters. characters. Yes. I gave this, a, I gave this a seven, which is a step okay. down from before. Yep. Um, I, I like M in it still. M's great. I would say better than before, better than in Casino Royale. We get, you know, we get a nice fun interaction with M. She's not trusting of him. She doesn't think he's up to the task. You know, he needs to maybe take some time to deal mm. with his pain. Um, Really what brought this down for me okay. is Felix Leiter. Oh. I still like Felix. I still like Jeffrey Wright. Sure. Uh, but something about Felix in this one, I mean, it, so it starts out and, you know, and there's the whole, you see Felix and the sheriff from Stranger Things. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Harbor, da David Harbor, Hopper, just no, but the actor's name. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I think it's I think it's David Harbor, um, and they're in cahoots with Green, and you're like, ah, okay, WTF, man. Uh, <laughs> and then and then you quickly pick up on okay, Harbor's a a a, a shitty CIA agent, and Felix is there he's kind of going along with it mm -hmm. uh you know but he's not happy about it and she's like oh okay that's the felix we know and love but then felix never really stands up to sticks up to this guy he never really like you know i don't i don't know felix is just kind of a confusing character in this one to me because even mm. when he interacts with bond like he helps bond out but he also seems like I don't I I'm having trouble placing my finger on it. But hmm. even when they're sitting there and they're having a beer at the bar. Yeah. yeah. Um something about Felix is like like I get that he's helping Bond but he also doesn't really care. Like he he doesn't he doesn't do this Psst, Bond like I'm 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 undercover. I'm in this situation. I need to play this situation out or whatever. Like he's just really like passive. Hmm. Maybe passive is the word. Felix is really yeah. passive in this one. Yeah. Uh, and it just, I, I don't know. He didn't work for me at all this time. Hmm. Um, so I brought it down a little bit. Seven's still way above average. Sure. Um, still works in this film's favor. Uh, but yeah, I, I gave it a seven. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I gave it lower. I gave it a four. Supporting characters, a four. Whatever I gave, it is solely based on my emotional emotionally driven answer of I just still love uh, Felix Leiter in this film um, having a few cold ones with James Bond is always fun uh, but yeah there's no Q there's no money punny M is fine um, Felix Leiter we've got Sheriff Hopper from Stranger Things I think what I'd agree with you about Felix is I, I feel like he's underused he's not doesn't have a lot of screen time and he doesn't have a lot of screen time in Casino either but I think you're right. He doesn't have any kind of like follow through with quantum either. Yeah. Standing up to this guy or having some kind of moral kind of just, Hey, he's tired of taking this crap. Now we kind of get to see him kind of, kind of stand on his own feet and kind of do something significant to him and the plot. 
Um, he's just kind of he's just kind of there, and I, I I wish he was there more, but in a more significant way. So it, it's kind of a squandered opportunity, I guess. And beyond him, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot to write about. So I I, I give it a four. It's not the worst we've seen, but it's it's not great. You don't you don't enjoy M in this? Oh yeah, I I, I enjoy M. Not not um. I guess I didn't really elaborate on it. Uh, she's I would say she's average. She ha- she has some funny moments. She she we actually also see some emotional side of her. Like she she's betrayed by one of her workers, and she like throws an ash cr- ashtray across the room. She's like, I gave this to him three bloody Christmases ago. So right, it's yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it was good. Yeah, it's Dame it's Dame Judy Dench, man. Oh yeah, like she's a dame. You can't you don't. Yeah, anyways. Um <laughs> all right. Final category of of uh significance. Bond song. Mhm. Uh I gave this a 5, which is the same thing that I gave it last time. Uh last time I really liked the song, sure. but the sequence fell entirely flat for me. Uh this time we've switched. Um hmm. We have naked silhouettes of women back, which love me or hate me. Uh, I missed it last time because I was like, it's <laughs> you know, it's it's just comes, what I know. It's what I've known for twenty. Comes some with odd the territory. Comes with the territory, Bond film, right? Yeah. Uh, and I felt like the the nudity, the naked silhouettes this time were used far more tactfully sure. than they have been far in the past. Fair. Um, yeah. Having said that, what a shit song! Like what? A, having co- <laughs> having come off of the the uh, song from Casino Royale, this just falls flat. I'm um, I'm deeply offended that this. Okay. Alt- I know some things flip flopped in your ranking, but like I'm actually deleting you on Facebook as we speak. That you gave the song from Quantum of Solace in that sequence. The same overall score is the song and sequence from Casino Royale, like. But listen, 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 listen. It's I will. because so so th- no, no, so think of it this way, think sure. of it this way. Okay. I'm giving the the Casino Royale song mm-hmm. a seven point five, but I'm giving the sequence a two point five. Yeah, I'm I'm still pissed so about meet, that. So they meet in the middle. Yeah, I un- I this, understand this 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 one this one <laughs> this one. Yeah. I'm giving the song a two point five. I'm giving the sequence a six point five. No, I'm giving the sequence higher. Sorry, I'm giving the sequence like an eight. A seven. But I'm a seven point five. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. I'm giving okay. it like a, a an eight or an eight point five. But I'm yeah. subtracting. I'm subtracting more because <laughs> I don't know what stupid doofus at Columbia Pictures or MGM or whoever's whoever whatever idiot idea this was. Mm. If I were to come up to you, Pete, right now. Sure. And I were to say, and you know what, I didn't know where exactly to to have this be reflected in the the rating sure ultimately i chose bond song because typically they're they happen relatively close to each other sure if i were if i were to walk up to you and i said "Ah, i'm making a 007 film Mm -hmm. you said you would say holy shit wow good for you you're not the person i would pick to direct a bond film but whatever (laughs) that's uh, you do you uh, start writing my eulogy for this the franchise um <laughs> and i said listen uh i'm having a debate despite 22 23 previous films uh i just i just can't figure out where i'm going to put the gun barrel sequence do i mm. do i stick it right at the beginning where it belongs or <laughs> Do I put mm. it confusingly at the end of the film? Uh, yeah, I that that pissed me off. Something fierce. I went hmm. the entire film 
pissed off because there was no gun barrel sequence. And then the gun barrel sequence happens. It happens right at the end. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, it was there. But as an afterthought, why is it why is it sitting at the end? So that also effed up the score for me. Anyways, I gave it a five. Uh, yeah, great sequence, shit song, and you know, some someone with this worst case of dyslexia I've ever seen was in charge of editing the gun barrel sequence in. <laughs> so I gave it a five. I. I understood your explanation of like how they balanced each other out uh, to a degree, but I'm still like, I still think you should have given this a f- even a four point nine. It just it no, needs to physically be lower. But we'll talk. You know about what? Then that. Un- then unfriend me on Facebook. Stop following <laughs> me on Tinder. <laughs> Shit! Remove me from your MySpace. I really don't. Care. No, 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 no. That that's a step too far. That's yeah. That's that's. Don't even that's say how that. We know we're brothers. Yeah. Don't say. Don't ever say that part again. Okay. I'm sorry. Um. I, 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 I can edit it, that out. I'll edit that. Please. Out. That's all. Please. Yeah. I give it the exact same score. A five out of ten. Not much to say here. Alicia Keys, another way to die. For me, the video montage was meh. The song, eh. eh. But yeah, it, it's it's not a great Bond intro. I can't say it's the worst. Um, because there were some pretty non-memorable ones uh, that we've Thunderball. watched. Oh, so at least this one I can talk about and know and have some recollection of, but it's definitely not great. Um, so right in the middle. You know what still? Meh. You know what still plays in my head every time a Bond movie starts? Live and let oh. free. Bum bum bum. Yeah. Bum bum bum. Bum bum, bum bum bum, bum bum. It's so good. I don't know why it's so good. It doesn't even it doesn't even sound like a Bond song, but it makes me so happy. Which I was still so surprised that that song was a Bond song. Like I've heard that Paul yeah. McCartney song dozens of times, not knowing that it was associated with a Bond song. Ah, uh, so good. Uh, yeah. Okay, you have a you have a ninth category that shall not be named. It will literally not be named in this film because there was nothing that I wrote down. That yeah, is, there's nothing. Like, there were no one-liners. But I wasn't missed. Yeah. And I'm, I, I think I'm realizing how much I dislike the one-liners. Yeah. Right. Like, well, I don't know. My enjoyment of these films have been because there's less one-liners. I think. Yeah, but I think I think they were fitting for who was giving them, like Pierce Brosnan. Those, in some ways, they were a different... Well, in a lot of ways, they were a different film. And I felt like maybe they fit in because he was just kind of the cliche, I'm going to womenize people, I'm going to blow stuff up, I'm going to have fun. So far with Daniel Craig, he says witty things that are funny, but I think if he had one-liners of the same caliber, it would really detract and remove from the story of who James Bond is, which is really what we get to explore in these films. So it's... It's. I'm fine that there there aren't that many. As far as womanizing and and stuff, Roger Moore. Roger Moore was like the uncle that tags along to the bachelor party, even though you don't <laughs> want him to come. And and you've planned like a decent bachelor party. Like you've planned, we're gonna we're gonna play some video games. We're gonna go do this. We got a weekend. We're gonna go to the amusement park. We got a whole. We're gonna do some camping. Uh, uh, but no, no, he's hired a stripper, and <laughs> and everyone is uncomfortable. Like everyone is and like even, the, and even though he's fifty-seven, he expects everyone to do friggin' lines of blow off the stripper's <laughs> back because because why not? It's a bachelor party. How better to begin your marriage by other than oh. you know being unfaithful to the woman <laughs> i don't you know yeah my god wow there's Listen. a shelf in my heart and there are two <laughs> things that sit on that shelf sure three things i lied sure. there are three things one, one of them is back to the future one is roger moore's hairpiece <laughs> second is a bust of uh 
Not bust, a busk. A busk? Is it a busk? What is the, you know, where it's like a head? It's like a head and shoulders. Oh. Um, what is that? A bust, maybe? I'll Google but, it. What yeah, do you, uh, of what? Bust. Of James Marsden. Huh. And finally is a, a Blu-ray copy of Lost in Translation. And it's the shelf. It's this dark, dismal place. Huh. Uh, you know, hmm. it's the type of place that at the start of a school year, Dumbledore would say, those who do not wish to suffer a most painful death should probably not friggin' wander over and start licking the shelf. But... <laughs> Uh, uh okay. I don't know what to so, say that. While you are on the topic of Harry Potter, I will say I t I kind of told you this over uh, a message of sorts. I feel like there's a Harry Potter connection for this film. To me, this is the Deathly Hallows Part One of the Daniel Craig James Bond film series. You know, not like th obviously things happen, but. It's kind of stagnant from a progression point of view for me. Yeah, you know, he he doesn't... Not a whole lot is exposed, like, do is this organi organization Spectre or not? It takes him a long time to actually just kind of do something as far as, like, emotionally shedding levels of his... Like, of his heartbreak from Vesper. It, it just seems like for all the scream time we get, we really don't move along in the story, in the overall story. And it's kind of like the Deathly Hallows Part One, where it's like, "Hey, let's we've got twenty-seven Horcruxes to destroy. Let's just like sit on them for a bit and destroy them all in the next film." And that's that's kind of the comparison I'll make. That's fair. Yeah, it's very fair. Well, what did you give this out of ten? All right. So if I if I pile all those up and do some sort of tricky math with them. Uh, so the last film I gave a 7.6. Sure. This one, I gave a 6.9. Sure. Uh, definitely a step down. Definitely, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. I wouldn't say major. I don't think major is the right word, but a noticeable, a noteworthy step down. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just scrapes its way into the top five. Um, quintessential Bond films. Wow, um, I'm surprised falling, it's that high. Falling behind uh, three out of the four Pierce Brosnan ones. Wow. Um, so yeah, wow. so it goes it goes um, Casino Royale, mm -hmm. Golden Eye, yep. uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, okay. The World Is Not Enough. Sure. Uh, and then, and then this quantum of solace. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I could live with that. I mean, I don't like quantum of solace, but at least there's some other ones that beat it out. So if it, if it was like second, I think I'd have more of a problem, but you know, as much as I'm beating on, like beating up on quantum of solace, it's still, it still falls into that category of, I will watch it to complete a series. So five years from now, if I'm just watching the Daniel Craig films, I will watch it to complete the series. I can't say that for some of those previous duds that we watched where I watched once and I'm I'm not going to watch it again willingly. I right. gave it a if five. You're, if you're if you're if you're tied naked to a chair and someone's gonna swing a rope at your nuts, then <laughs> then you'd watch for sure you'd watch it. If that got me out of that situation? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I, I think I probably would. Probably. Um, right. I give That's Quantum fair. of Solace a 5 out of 10. So as far as on the scale, obviously it's right down the middle. As far as where it ranks on my scores of all these films, it's also right down the middle. So it's tied with a couple others, but it's around 12th of the 24 we've done. So it's right okay. in the yeah, middle. Yeah, you, you were certainly harder on this film, I think, yeah. than I was. Yeah. And I've always historically been been so. It's just, for me, I love Casino Royale. So it's, again, has the stepmother effect where it's like, you're going to have to do something extra special to, you know, replace what we just came from. And it doesn't mm. do that. And just as a result, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of it. But it's still a lot better than quite a few others. 
All right. Where do you think this ranks on the tomato meter of all the James uh, Bond films? My odds are getting better. They are. What is you, left? Is there anything? Got, yeah. Like, so obviously there me, are. At this, at this point, just give me, don't yeah. tell me like no. top, middle, or no. just like what's left. Yeah, of course. You've got five, 17, and 18. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't think it's five. Um, I think I know which one is five. <laughs> okay. 17 and 18. 17 and 18. I'm going to go 18. Sure. It was 17. Oh, my it... God. <laughs> it was of note. Of note my odds got... are one and three, and I still can't hit the friggin' dartboard. Hey, don't worry about it. It it was a sixty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So so just a little like four percent less than what I give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, I can live yeah. with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Shake this thing up and stir it. No, no, don't stir like, it. Don't, don't. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't stir. Uh, please like, follow, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Check out also our, check out our social media platforms below on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The links are below. Uh, that's where we put all out our new information and uh, our future votes for future episodes where you tell us what movies to review. Uh, if you're feeling so inclined, you can check out our page. Check out, man, I can't talk tonight. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, are you? You okay? I made jokes earlier about a stroke, and maybe I yeah. shouldn't have. That's... <laughs> I shouldn't have. Too soon. Check out our Patreon page and our merchandise page. They're both below. If you're not feeling that level of support yet, no worries. Just thank you for listening. And give us a like and a comment. Just let us know what you think. We always love hearing feedback. Yeah, what he said, but double for me. <laughs>